It's Friday. It's week 10, which means it's the early go-through for the week 10 main slate. Soon to be sponsored by the hashtag FFPiBet. Hashtag FFPiBet. What receiver's gonna fuck me this week? You're in the doghouse. Let's get it on. It is your boy D Roy. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore thirteen. And like I mentioned before, it is Friday. It's the early go through for the Week Ten main slate, as well as the Sunday night game and the Monday night games. We'll get into a little bit of that. As the Sunday night main Sunday night games are included on the main slate for Yahoo and Fantasy Draft, so we need to take a look at them. Uh, Monday is just going to be kind of a go-through for the prime time and for the showdown slates. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> How's everybody doing? I'm holding my own right now. I am feeling like absolute garbage. The sickness has taken over me. Not only did we get snow, but then this all of a sudden popped up. So, fun times. Fun times. I'll just be happy as long as I don't get anybody else sick. I'll also be happy as long as I choose the right wide receiver this week for the FFPi bet. I am on a three-week, uh, we're just going to call it a bender. Three weeks in a row, man. Three weeks in a row. I did take a pot shot at <clears throat> Tag Ginn two weeks ago, um, just for shits and giggles, but... Alan Robinson screwed me over last week, so hopefully, you know, don't pick a wide receiver that's going to screw me and get me hit with in the face with a pie, let alone screw up all my DFS lineups. So let's see what we can do here. Let me get readjusted here. And uh, let's start out Detroit at Chicago. Uh, Chicago favored by 2.5, 41.5 over under. Has not changed since yesterday. We do have Matthew Stafford questionable. Uh, believe his back is acting up a little bit, but uh, I still expect him to play. Um, not a game that I'm really going to touch as far as a lot of the players. You know, I think we're going to back away from Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, of course. Um, do have a little bit of interest in Danny Amendola. Uh, because he will be going against Buster Screen. So I think that is quite possibly some place that we could go. And in fact, I will go ahead and insert him. Uh, it's not the best matchup on paper. Um, but they're going to have to go somewhere. And you're going to see that, uh, I mean, Detroit really doesn't run the ball that much. So definitely an option there. And then we'd also have a uh, guy like, say, uh, Dammy, other than, say, Danny Amendola. Um, we would have TJ Hawkinson at tight end as a possible guy here. What is going on? Why can I not? My batteries must be going out in my mouth. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on. There we go. So, from the Detroit side, we'll go with Danny Amendola, wide receiver, TJ Hawkinson at tight end. I like Hawkinson the most, too, on Yahoo. He's only a dollar above minimum, uh, making him the 23rd highest-priced uh, tight end. 
Uh, he's a little bit higher priced on the other sites, but still nothing to really hem and haw about. <clears throat> um, it's quite possible we could look at the defense here. Um, I'm not going to include them, I don't think, right now. I am kind of a little bit more on the Chicago side. Um, just for shits and giggles, uh, I will be including Trubisky again for now. Um, more than likely not going to make it because uh, I don't know if I can go down this road again for a third week. Um, the offense has just, just been horrible. Still having most problems. What the fuck is going on here? I'd really actually like this Bears offense if Chase Daniel was starting. Um, and I would definitely include him in, in GPP. The offense seems to run a little bit smoother um, with Daniel at, at the quarterback position. Um, the guy that I'm really going to be looking at here, looking really hard at, is going to be uh, David Montgomery the running back for the Chicago Bears. Um, pretty decently priced across the board. Um, he's 21, 18, 22, and 19 across the board as far as price for the position. So it gives us a nice little mid-range value here. Um, quite possibly something for the flex because there's a couple of guys that we're going to want to pay up for now <clears throat> yeah I honestly yeah that's probably where we're going to just go we're just going to go with David Montgomery I am not digging on Trubisky at all so I'm going to go ahead and take him I'm going to go ahead and take him out seen a couple things on the spreadsheet that I don't really like. Uh, I'm not going to go with the Bears' defense. Although, <clears throat> we could almost consider the Bears' defense just based on the fact that they've been getting beat by the running back primarily. And with Detroit not really having a running game, um, it kind of goes in their favor uh, this week. Could actually lead... Stafford into some uh, possible turnovers. I'm going to leave him off for right now. We'll see where we're at as far as defenses later on. Um, later on, once I actually go, you know, get the definitive lineup put in. So we'll go ahead and move on. We'll do Baltimore at Cincinnati. Let's see what they're currently at. Minus 10. Uh, favored uh, Baltimore's favored by 10, 44 and a half over under. That has not changed since yesterday. Uh, we do have to monitor Lamar Jackson. Uh, he just went questionable yesterday. Uh, so we need to see what's going on there. Um, could just be a precautionary uh, issue, if anything. So at this point, I'm not really too worried about it, but we'll monitor it over the next couple of days. So we need to include Mark Jackson. He's going to be, like, even if he plays with that questionable tag, he's going to be, like, the safest guy on the slate. I do like Mark Ingram, too. Um, I think he's really good, too. He could actually be a, a decent cash value, although he's been kind of touchdown dependent, so that's kind of been the issue. What the fuck is going on here? 
My computer is going absolutely squirrel, squirrely. What is going on? I think my mouse is just ready to conk out. Having some technical difficulties. All right, there we go. We got Mark Ingram. Now, another guy that I really kind of want to take a look at is Marquise Hollywood Brown. Um, definitely the guy that, you know, Lamar is going to want to throw to. If anybody's going to catch a touchdown, it's probably going to be him. We have seen Mark, Ing uh, Mark Andrews falter lately. <clears throat> now, tight end really hasn't been scoring lately. Um, against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, but I mean, it's pretty much because they haven't been needed. But Mark Andrews still is getting targets, so we're going to consider him. Cincinnati side? Um, oh, Baltimore defense. Uh, it's definitely going to be uh, kind of like your cash game. Look at cash game options. Um, Yahoo especially is where I'm at least going to probably end up playing them because uh, they're number one across the board except on Yahoo where they're they're 15th overall at uh, three at a cost of thirteen dollars which is three dollars above minimum so um, you definitely take the price savings there at Yahoo defense isn't all that great but Cincinnati's going to be starting Ryan Finley uh, the rookie at quarterback so. Um, definitely a spot that we can go. Let's see here. Yeah, Cincinnati side, I'm not touching. I'm not touching any of it. Fuck it. Don't care. Ah, oh, next game. Buffalo at Cleveland. Cleveland favored by three yesterday. 40 is the over-under. That's where it stands right now still. The guy... <clears throat> well, oh shit, there's a couple things that I like here. I do kind of like Josh Allen. A little bit. Problem is you get that total, you get that 40 over under total, <clears throat> which means that they expect this game to, you know, of course, they pretty low scoring which means that we might not get the upside that we really, really want in this matchup. So, um, But I'm going to include him for now. But I am really kind of looking at one of his running backs. And I listed him last week. I'm going to list him again this week. Because he's got the higher upside over Frank Gore, we are going to consider... Devin Singletary. Now, the question with Singletary is whether or not we're really going to trust him in cash or if uh, he's more of a GPP play. So, you have to pay attention to that. Um, this week, I do have some interest in John Brown. It's been consistent. Problem is he has not been scoring touchdowns, so his upside's been kind of limited. So needs to score a touchdown to kind of pay off. Um, he's been getting like fifty yards a game on about like four or five catches, so not really knocking it out of the park. Um, I will have some love for the Buffalo Bills defense again. It's a solid defense. Cleveland apparently doesn't know how to run a team. So, <clears throat> but when we switch over to the Cleveland side, uh, the guy that I like, of course, is going to be um, Nick Chubb. And you're probably going to hear some love for... Um, Kareem Hunt, who's going to be back. 
I don't think I'm going to take that shot. I do not think he's going to get nearly as many touches as what everybody thinks. Should end up somewhere around 10 touches. Um, with the total, too, I mean... Kareem Hunt, of course, has upside. He has, he has, you know, running back one upside, but I just, I don't know. In a matchup like this, it's going to take volume to really get the job done, I think. Um, I don't know. I'm going to, you know what, I'm just kind of talking to myself into including him. I'm going to put in Kareem Hunt for right now. I don't like it. Of course, he's going to be GPP only. Um, it's a cost savings, though. It's just, you know, outside of uh, Yahoo. Yahoo is $15. He's the 28th highest ranked running back everywhere. He's in the 70s everywhere else. So, huh. Minimum priced upside guy. You fit everybody else in there. I don't really hate it. I don't hate it that much. Uh, nothing else I like from the Cleveland side. I don't give a shit about the Cleveland defense. Fuck you guys. You killed me last week. So, moving on. Kansas City at Tennessee. Kansas City favored by 6. 49.5 over under. The over under has gone up by a point and a half. Since yesterday, <clears throat> which means one thing: Mr. Mahomes is back, and he's starting. <clears throat> I will consider Patrick one Patrick Mahomes. Probably, this is going to be GPP only. I don't know if you can really trust him in cash. He's the highest, second highest on all sites, uh, except for Fantasy Draft. He's the third. It's a nice little value there. I don't hate him in this matchup. Um, <clears throat> Malcolm Brown towards ACL. So he is gone. And you have, I believe it's Steve Sims. I believe that's the cat's name. Who apparently is going to be covering Tyreek Hill. Now I'm going to double check that, but definitely got to consider Tyreek Hill. With Mahomes back, too. It's actually not a bad play for, uh, for cash. Especially since Matt, you know, Matt Moore. Matt Moore loved Tiger Kill, man. Just kept throwing it to him. Love it. We get a Dory Jackson back. Uh, he should be covering Demarcus Robinson with Logan Ryan covering Sammy Watkins. Tennessee's been generally good against a wide receiver two, but they against wide receiver plus. Um, they've been pretty poor, thirtieth overall against a wide receiver one. They've been twenty seventh. So. It's been pretty drastic. I'm going to double check in here and see if there's anything that I really like out of Sammy Watkins or Demarcus Robinson. And whether or not take a shot on, say, somebody like Nicole Hardman, who had been liked before. But um, Travis Kelsey is in play again. Just like just about every week. He's just got too much upside. He hasn't been performing. He's got to perform at some point here. Um, <clears throat> Kansas City defense has been playing okay. Um, but Ryan Tannehill's been playing okay too. So, I don't know. Their pass defense has actually gotten pretty decent. And has been pretty decent. It's getting better. Because everybody's trying to run. So. 
Is it possible that Kansas City might be a good defense to use this week? <clears throat> I'm gonna have to use look up some some statistics. Gonna have to look up some statistics, maybe over some fish sticks. No, I'm not having fish sticks. That's gross. All right, uh, Tennessee side. I am not going to look at Ryan Tannehill. I am not going to look at these wide receivers. I'm only going to consider Derrick Henry. And you might be saying, well, D-Roy, I mean, the 40, it's a 49 and a half over under. Wouldn't you at least consider the wide receivers? Sure, sure. But which one? Kansas City against wide receiver ones, eighth overall. Against wide receiver two, fourth overall. Those are top two guys. Uh, wide receiver plus are 24. So, I mean, you could look at a guy like Adam Humphreys. Um, could look at Delaney Walker, although they are fifth against the tight end, 18th overall points. It's just not really a, a spot that we want to attack. I mean, you could you you could look at Ryan Tannehill's price and say, okay, the price is really really good. Uh, he's cheap. He's cheap. He's affordable. Um, yeah, I mean, I see it. I just don't know if that's the spot that I want to go. So we'll consider it. You know what? We'll consider it. We'll consider Ryan Tannehill. No. No, no, I'm going to stick to my guns. I don't think Tennessee's going to do this. No. I think that's a trap. I think that is a trap. I don't know if that's a spot that we want to go. We'll see what happens in the rest of this. Because, I mean, you could, run, you could run Tannehill naked. But I don't know if I really want to go there. <clears throat> Any which way. So we got Atlanta at New Orleans. Uh, let's see what the current is. It was New Orleans favored by 13, 51 and a half overall. It is now 13 and a half. 51 and a half overall. Okay, that's updated. Oh, really, 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 really. Got Matt Ryan coming back. He is actually pretty good price on fantasy. You know, honestly, I know I had marked the fantasy draft price on Matt Ryan, but if you actually look at FanDuel on DraftKings. He's 14th overall on FanDuel. And he's 13th overall on DraftKings. And this is going to be high volume. So it is quite possible Matt Ryan might be a GPP option. New Orleans defense is playing very, very well. They're going to be coming off the bye. I like New Orleans in this game. I'm going to pick New Orleans in this game. But damn. It's a pretty tasty price. You know, another, guy's, another guy that I like is going to be Calvin Ridley. <clears throat> At wide receiver. New Orleans is 25th against wide receiver two. Now that it's going to show that Eli Apple is not is going to be covering him. 
But I think you're going to see him switching in and out with Justin Hardy and Russell Gage and hitting that slot a little bit every once in a while, which will put him on Gardner Johnson. I don't hate it. I don't know if I can go with the other piece. I don't know. I really don't want to take Julio against Lattimore. I mean, you could you can make the argument that elite wide receivers against elite, you know, corners, you know, you could pick and choose your spot and uh, try it out. But um, I mean, I'm really on New Orleans defense here. Austin Hooper's in play. I would say GPP only. It's the only spot that I would really consider him. I said I like the defense for New Orleans, so I went ahead and just inserted them right away. Oi, let's see, what are we doing against Atlanta from the New Orleans side? We're going to have Al Kamara back. He is taking off the questionable. There's been a lot of talk about Latavius Murray. The problem with using Latavius Murray is his pri- he is completely priced up. Draft case of fancy draft, he is in the top ten. You know, Kamara's five across the board. I, I'm not, I don't see myself paying up for Latavius Murray splitting a backfield. I do like Drew Brees. Do like him. He's actually fairly priced, especially on fantasy draft. He's really good. Seventh overall. So I like Drew Brees. I really like Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is probably the guy that I would try to get in to my cash game lineup. Just got a great matchup. I mean, you've seen what Julio did two weeks ago. (laughs) Or wait, Julio. Uh, With guys like Lockett and... Um, uh, DK Metcalf. So, I do like Ted Ginn. He's super cheap. I might not even hate him in cash. Might not. You got Josh Hill questionable. Jared Cook is fine. Mm, but I don't know if I really want him either. Priest really hadn't been looking towards him. Every once in a while, you might be able to sense a pa- that I've been that I've hit a pause, <clears throat> trying not to cough into the microphone and disturb everybody. So, uh, let's see. Yesterday, Giants were two and a half point favorites, forty four and a half over under. Today, they are a straight three with a forty four and a half under. So we're going to change that. Oh, man. Who do we like in this matchup? Do kind of like Daniel Jones. Um, He's priced down 17, 16, 18, and 8 on Fantasy Draft. I'm not going to use him. I'm not even going to consider him on Fantasy Draft. Holy shit, that's a terrible price. But... The other sites that might be your cheap option right there is Daniel Jones. Um, <clears throat> running backs haven't been all that great against uh, the Jets. This is a different kind of running back. This is Saquon Barkley, so I will at least take a look at him initially. Um, they have been getting. They have actually had problems with elite running backs in the past, but uh, more likely you're just going to you're going to look here uh, for probably stuff in the passing game. Good, Definitely 
Golden Tate. We got Sterling Shepard out. So that will put Cody Latimer <clears throat> and Darius Slayton into play. Um, Slayton's going to be your low volume upside guy. So, and then we saw against uh, um, Dallas last week that uh, Daniel Jones will look at Latimer in the uh, red zone. So don't just don't throw him off to the side. Um, I'd probably use it completely as a pricing uh, if you want to take a shot on one of those two. Uh, I am not going to include them for right now because uh, it'd be more on Golden Tate. Uh, the guy that I will take <clears throat> that I will take a look at, and yeah, he's facing uh, Jamal Adams, but uh, we have no Evan Ingram this week, which means that Rhett Ellison is in play as a punt. We've seen. Daniel Jones throws to him. He's the guy that scored a touchdown against Arizona, so don't don't discredit it. Uh, he is dirt cheap across the board. I mean, you get you get all the way over to say DK, and it's a twenty five hundred dollar uh, tight end that's going to have basically no competition for the position. So um, he's definitely in consideration. Next question is whether or not we're going to actually be involved with anybody, anybody from the Jets side. <clears throat> that would, you know, we've got some, we've got some good spots for our guys. Um, you know, you get Sam Darnold and a couple of the passing options, and they're pretty good, uh, or at least in, in good spots, right? That they're not good. They have been sucking. But you know, it's definitely things to consider uh, to kind of get off the chuck. Nobody wants to play these fucking guys. Nobody wants to play them. So it's whether or not we want to try and take advantage of that. Um, as far as you know, low ownership or not. So, um, you know, and I think you actually have to take a look at Ryan Griffin, uh, tight end for the Jets. I got to go through the sites and actually change them. The, the thing with Ryan Griffin that you're always going to see in the spreadsheet, there's two Ryan Griffins in the league. They both spell their name the exact same way. Uh, one is the tight end for the New York Jets, and the other one is the backup quarterback for the Tampa Bay uh, 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 Buccaneers. Well, the problem is that <laughs> it always takes the backup quarterback for the Buccaneers first. It, it never considers anything for uh, the tight end. Ryan Griffin, so I gotta try to figure out some way to do that and do that easily, but uh, for right now, it is what it is. Um, I'm not gonna insert Ryan Griffin right now because we may have Chris Herndon actually play in the game this week versus just standing on the sideline, so um, I'm just gonna go ahead and not not put him in at this time. Moving on, we have Arizona at Tampa Bay. Let's see here. Tampa Bay was favored by four and a half. It was a 52 over under. And again, we are at a four and a half point Tampa favorite. 52 over under. Oh, man. Um, I do like both sides on the surface. The problem is that I just don't know if I'm going to get behind Kyler Murray this week. Definitely don't think you're going to see him run. Although I don't hate it because he is at a cheaper price on two of the sites. 12 and a 13. <clears throat> um, I am definitely not looking at the running backs 
I know a lot of people are going to kind of go towards Kenyon Drake, but we will have David Johnson this week. Uh, so they're going to be taking away from one another. Um, you will see Larry Fitzgerald has a great spot. Um, but I am leaning more Christian Kirk. I am going to consider one Larry Johnson because it is a hell of a spot. The only thing is, is I don't know if I really want to get involved in the Larry Fitzgerald uh, thoughts here. Now, tight ends have been very good um, against Tampa. It, it's, it's just whether or not you could trust Charles Clay or Max Williams. I'm going to take a look here. I don't think I can actually put him in. I don't think I'm that ballsy. Like I said, I, I'd probably just go with Red Ellison if I'm going to be punting down. Um, you're going to get a better price on Ellison anyways. Um, but it's definitely something to consider. Now, the question is, do we want a defense in here? Probably not. Um, although, if I did do a defense, I would lean I would lean more towards Tampa than I would ever lean at Arizona. Uh, coming to the other side, of course, you're going to have Jameis Winston. Definitely in play. 7, 8, 3, and 6 across the board. So probably on DraftKings, I'm probably not going to mess around with it too much as far as, like, if I trust it for cash, a uh, guy that I really, I really, really like <clears throat> is going to be Ronald Jones. Um, probably more GPP, I think, than anything. Although, although when Arians trusts a running back, he tends to roll with him so this may be Ronald Jones time um I like both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin so um you will see that Mike Evans is facing Patrick Peterson I'm not afraid of it uh Peterson actually traveled into the slot to cover Emmanuel, San uh, Emmanuel Sanders last week and got torched. So I don't really care which one he's covering. You know, whether it's Evans or Godwin, Godwin's going to have the, probably the better matchup because <clears throat> um, he's going to be working more in the slot. So uh, he'll sometimes travel right 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 where Buda Baker is supposed to be, you know, covering guys like O.J. Howard and Cameron Bray. So, and speaking of which, I am considering them. I have a share of O.J. Howard that I just picked up because Evan Ingram got hurt and is out this week, so I'm tempted to try it. Um, we have not seen anything. We have not seen a lot come out for O.J. Howard uh, this season. It's been mostly great. Um, the reason why you, can, you may want to consider O.J. Howard in it, you know, G, this is completely GPP, um, is that Tampa's offensive line is actually uh, very superior to the Arizona Cardinals defensive line. So they're not going to have a lot of trouble there. They'll be able to peel O.J. Howard off um, from his blocking assignments and go into the field. Plus, I, I you know they've been hearing all the criticism of not getting him involved. So um, it's definitely quite possible that you're going to see something happen this week from O.J. Howard. Although, like I said, I would probably run it in GPP. If you don't want to play it whatsoever, I do not fault you whatsoever. I do not fault you at all. Zit is a scary ass proposition. So now, before we get into Miami and Indianapolis, we will be updating this on the fly. Um, 
as Corey Davis just went for the Tennessee Titans, just went to doubtful. Corey Davis, doubtful for week 10. So now we have to take a look at some of this again. Well, what are we doing? Well, why is so blue, Panda Bear? What the hell am I doing? There we go. There we go. Okay, so Corey Davis. Is... All right, so if Corey Davis is out, that means that A.J. Brown and Tajay Sharp are both going to be starting. And that's going to be your one-two. Which means Humphreys is your third, your slot. And that's going to be your slot guy coming out. I'm going to consider Adam Humphreys. Don't exactly know why. But I'm going to consider it. He's fairly cheap. 5300 on FanDuel. Good for 50th. He's minimum price on Yahoo. At $10. He's $3,500. <clears throat> on DK. Okay, let's hear 3500 featuring Future and Two Chains by Travis Scott. Really? Is that what we're doing? I don't know what's going on. My phone is sick, apparently, too. Siri, stop! Really? I, okay, we'll just turn it down. How about that? No clue why that just started playing. I don't know. Wow. Wow. Maybe I got to run my updates. Maybe that's what I should do. Let's update my phone while I'm doing this. Yeah, like, how many updates do I got? Oh, 88 updates. Okay, well, let's just go ahead and update all those while we're doing this. All right, so we got Adam Humphreys inserted. I'm going to make a nice little value addition <clears throat> in a good spot. So we're happy there. We're going to our Miami at Indianapolis. Um, this jumped up to 11. An 11 favorite for Indianapolis. It's still a 44 over under. <clears throat> Indy went up half a point as a favorite. So, probably means that Brissett, they've they're getting news in that Brissett's going to end up playing. Now we'll have to see, you know, exactly if that's true or not. But um, I don't really have a lot of love for this game. I think people are going to go to Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I think is a mistake. Now, I do like Devontae Parker, and it will depend upon what happens with some of the secondary pieces if they go. Um, they're, they're, they have a lot of secondary pieces for the Colts that are that are questionable right now. So, <clears throat> but if there's definitely you know one of the two guys that are going to get targeted, it's going to be Parker. Um, and Mike Kaziki for at tight end. We saw Vance McDonald last week uh, get a touchdown. Kaziki is definitely in line for one as well. So, another cheap guy. Super cheap. He's cheaper than O.J. Howard. It's probably going to pull Charles Clay and Max Williams off for me because... Uh, they're only a little bit. They're like right in that in between that red Ellison. So <clears throat> I do like that red Ellison call though. Wow, wow. Indianapolis. Do we trust Jacoby Brissett or Brian Hoyer? 
I just don't know with T.Y. Hilton. I mean, this does definitely shape up to be a Marlon Mack game. Um, Marlon Mack's just been such a disappointment this year. He just has not gotten it going. I mean, the offensive line is good. So, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely set up for a Marlon Mack game. Um, Brissett with the sprained knee, you would assume that they would just go ahead and just, you know, run the ball as much as possible. Now, as far as the pass targets are concerned, we had Pascal in there last week. He's going right back in. Still fairly priced, 26, 29, 29, and 19 across the board. So on Fantasy Draft, I probably like him the least. Um, but if you're getting a mid to late late 20 wide receiver, you're probably getting a pretty decent price on him. So um, definitely don't hate that. Um, as far as the tight ends are concerned, um, this is going to be completely played by ear. Jack Doyle was the tight end of choice last week. Whether or not I trust either Zach, uh, Ebron or Doyle, we'll wait and see. Oh no, I gotta update this. Holy shit. I had a coloring issue. I hate it when I find those. Send out the whole damn thing and then I find like one or two spots that weren't properly colored in. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to put this all together. So I apologize. It's, it's very unprofessional. Uh, I do like the Colts this week defense. Um, think if I if I was playing it right, I'd probably play uh, Mac with the defense. I don't know if I'm going to use Marlon Mack. There's so many other quarterback or uh, running backs that I like. Um, you know, like a guy like Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to face this question again. Uh, whether or not we're including uh, Christian McCaffrey in our cash game lineups or not. Because um, the last time we decided to fade him, it uh, didn't work out too well. Uh, I am just on Christian McCaffrey in this game. Carolina at Green Bay. Maybe we could go over the Vegas total here. Uh, current, I had it like yesterday. Green Bay favored by 5.5-47 over under. Did this change... Where are you? Oh, there you are. Nope, five and a half, forty-seven. So <clears throat> I like the I like Christian McCaffrey. I don't like very much else. I uh, don't want to trust any of the wide receivers. Now, Greg Olson. Greg Olson could come into play here. I believe I was right that he was going to get targeted last week. So, Carolina is definitely looking at their analytics, choosing the right path. So, Greg Olson is in play. I'm just not going to go with Kyle Allen, I don't think. Wow, he's really fucking cheap, though. And he's pretty cheap for a quarterback. I gotta look into it. Gotta look into it. It's about a middle of the road matchup as far as the quarterback is concerned. Uh, pass defense is 13th in DVOA. Uh, DVP against the quarterback is also 13th. Um, fan duel points 15.2 per game. DraftKings 15.8. So it does put us in the right spot. Uh, with the price, so um, it's definitely something that we have to consider. Maybe not so much on FanDuel. It's actually pretty pricey. But like DraftKings, Fantasy Draft and all that, it's a pretty good price. The other side with the Green Bay Packers, <clears throat> there is some talk about Aaron Rodgers having a bounce back. 
I'm not going there. Um, I am looking at two two players. Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. <clears throat> More than likely, it's going to be Aaron Jones. He's priced down on, on FanDuel. It's a very nice price. I like it over there. Um, we're going to have to pay attention. We'll pay attention to the secondary on there. I don't hate Rodgers per se. Um, he is averaging about 20 points, you know, per... 20 points per game. It's just I don't think we have to go there. Um, and there's not really any wide receivers that I want to trust. Now the secondary has injuries, so we'll just kind of keep an eye on it. Um, Packers defense could be in play too, but I doubt if I'm going to try and use it against the um, against Christian McCaffrey again. So I'll just pass there. <clears throat> Next game we have is LA Rams at... The Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, L.A. is favored by 3.5, 44 over under. Hasn't changed since yesterday. Not really on a lot of these guys now. Um, you're going to see you're gonna see a value play come out of here. I don't know if I'm going to use it, but I'll let you know what everybody's going to be saying. So... <clears throat> Brandon Cooks is out. Still, still in the concussion protocol. So, what does that mean, right? So, that means that <clears throat> everybody is on Josh Reynolds for uh, LA Rams as his replacement. The problem is that in my opinion, Josh Reynolds sucks. my opinion I stuck to it anybody that, that read my stuff for the playoffs last year and late last year um, we just really were not buying into Josh Reynolds he just wasn't getting the job done and we're we're profiting every week on everybody making that mistake because they were paying down for a guy that was getting like one one, maybe two receptions, but he wasn't doing anything with it because he has no upside in this offense. The guy that we're really going to want to take a look at is going to be Cooper Cup. Now he's going to be expensive. I'd much rather go with Michael Thomas, except maybe take a little bit of the savings on the PPR sites because um, you're going to have to move these guys up, although Robert Woods takes one side of the field. So he wouldn't be facing Hayden. He'd actually be facing... Still facing Hilton. Or no, Woods is facing Hayden. I'm sorry. Uh, Reynolds will be facing Stevie Nelson. Um, so I do have some like for Robert Woods, but I think Cooper Cup's going to be definitely the guy that's going to be coming out here. I do kind of like the Rams defense, even though they are on the road. Um, they should be able to keep uh, both these guys down including um, Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, Schuster will line up in the slot again, but um, I think you're just going to see a little bit more bracket coverage and stuff out of there, so that's why I would kind of just pass on that position. Um, I do kind of like Vance McDonald again this week. We have seen tight ends have success uh, against the Rams, so he's in consideration. A lot of tight ends I like this week. Damn. Huh, I really have to cut that shit down. But, uh, yeah. And then you're going to have... <clears throat> um, if Trey Edmonds is out... Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Jalen Samuels is going to be back in play again now. I don't... He's not going to be definitely a necessity. It all is going to depend upon, you know, the pricing that you're going to have uh, for, like, say, your flex option, your second running back, if you're trying to pay up for a McCaffrey-type guy. Um, 
because if Trey Edmonds doesn't go, uh, then you're looking at Tony Brooks James, who's probably going to be super popular because he's going to be the 3K guy on DK, 4500 on FanDuel, $10 on Yahoo, 6000 on Fantasy Draft. So, you know, he's bare minimum price. Um, I'm going to put him in there. I got to look up a little bit on this kid. Um, I if this becomes the punt play, I'd probably end up just going somewhere else. Um, probably punting a tight end or something like that, and just working it that way. But uh, we have to put it in consideration. James Conner is still listed as doubtful, but uh, for all intents and purposes, he's out. So uh, Sunday night football. We have Minnesota at Dallas. Uh, yesterday they were Dallas was three point favorite, forty seven and a half over under. Has it changed? Uh, three point favorite is now a forty eight point over under. So it's gone up half a point. Figured as much. Uh, question is going to be who are we going to trust here? <clears throat> because. Oh, yoy, yoy. Let's see here. Awuzi is going to not be covering Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is out. Awuzi would be on Laquan Treadwell. Um, so be careful with that when you see the tight end matchup or the cornerback matchup over there. Um, matchup like this, I'm wondering if Dalvin Cook's just going to go fucking ham. Um, I think everything out of this game is actually going to be more GPP from the uh, Minnesota side and cash. From the Dallas side, I see Dallas just smashing the fuck out of this game. Wow, Kyle Rudolph is in play. That's I, that's when you know maybe you should just walk away from that one. Have fun with that on the prime time. Holy shit! Um, two wide receivers I like. From the Minnesota side, it's just it's going to be plain and simple. It's going to be uh, Stephon Diggs and Ola B.C. Johnson. Ola B.C. Johnson, not B.C. Johnson. Use this whole fucking name. These assholes want to say fucking Danny Dimes all the time. Fucking kids, like, sucks. Not to be mean. Or as they say in Letterkenny, to be fair... No, you could almost consider Kirk Cousins on a couple of sites. Well, everything except for FanDuel. He's actually pretty cheap. He's pretty cheap across the board except on FanDuel. FanDuel is fucking expensive. I don't know why he's that expensive. I also don't know why I put Kirk Cousins in the running back section. Oh, Jesus Christ. Come on. Come on. Come on, kid. Let's get this in gear. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> I think Cousins, Cooks, uh, Diggs, Old B.C. Johnson, uh, Kyle Rudolph, they're all in play. Um, but I'd probably consider more GPP. Now, Dak Prescott on the other side. Unnecessary risk, you know, for cash for, say, a Dak Prescott, but uh, Minnesota has been just getting torched. We caught on to, the, we caught on to this um, before Minnesota was playing Detroit when we were talking about it, and I said, man, I just had a feeling about uh, Detroit just, you know, stopping, you know, getting it going. And uh, so 
we saw that happen, and then we went back and attacked it again. And you could have used Matt Moore last week for cash, and it would have been just fine. So definitely in play. Uh, Zeke <clears throat> Zeke is in play. Um, we did see that if you keep attacking with the running back, um, there is a chance that he could break free and get a long run in there. Damian Williams can do it. Zeke Elliott can, can absolutely do it. So uh, he's in play. <clears throat> I do like the big three. Um, I'm just going to make them all in one tight little box here. Amari Cooper apparently is going to have Trey Waynes on him. Uh, now he is having issues, so we got to pay attention to him. Uh, as far as Amari Cooper, he got health issues. Uh, Michael Gallup is on, or will have Xavier Rhodes on him. Uh, taller, faster wide receivers have been able to burn Rhodes this, so far this year. Uh, Randall Cobb is facing Mike Hughes. Now, Randall Cobb hasn't really been doing much of anything, so if there's one guy that, you know, I'm probably not going to use, it's probably going to be Randall Cobb. But then again, uh, in tournaments, especially like your prime time and your, your showdown slates, everybody's seeing that as well. So um, it's quite possible that everybody else fades him too. So uh, tight ends not in play this week. Uh, Witten, although I will say that Blake Jarwin has a lot more upside, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass on that one. And uh, we'll just finish this up with the Monday night game real quick. Seattle at San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco favored by six. It's a 47 over under. Um, man, it's this is lining up to be a low-scoring game. Um, although I would say I would never put anything past Russell Wilson. It's, it's going to look like a bad matchup all the way across the board. I do have some love for Chris Car for Chris Carson. I do think he can get it done. Um, I do like Tyler Lockett in this matchup, uh, even though it is a tighter. It's a it's a tougher window, and then you can never you can never count out Russell Wilson. It's this is kind of like the Lamar Jackson thing, um, and why it was very hard for me to predict what was going to happen in there because it all comes down to whether or not you're your running quarterback, your mobile quarterback, I should say, uh, is going to be able to get the job done. Lamar Jackson showed that he can. Uh, Russell Wilson has been uh, pretty much the MVP all of the first half of the season. So I would expect him to get it done as well. Um, it's just whether or not, you know, he's going to have to keep spreading it around. But if I'm going to take one shot, it's going to be on Lockett in the slot against Williams. So, um <clears throat> Pay attention. I know a lot of people are on Jacob Hollister, and you're going to hear that on the radio. The thing that makes me worry about Jacob Hollister was the potential return of Ed Dixon. And Pete Carroll has said that it's quite possible that Dixon will be back on this game Monday night. So what's that going to do? That's going to give you a three-headed monster of Luke Wilson, Jacob Hollister, and Ed Dixon. Now, if Ed Dixon plays, it could mean one of the other two is on their way out. So we need to pay attention to that because Dixon's been a pretty decent blocker. And that could mean that Luke Wilson is actually on his way back out of town and they'll just carry Hollister and Dixon. Uh, in this game, too, you also pay attention. Josh Gordon is listed as questionable. Nothing with injury or anything. They just don't know if he's going to play or if they're going to wait and get him up to speed. So if you picked up Josh Gordon, you're probably sitting on him for another week. Uh, San Francisco side, you're going to have good matchups for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Tevin Coleman, definitely. Uh, pay attention because Matt Breida, Raheem Mostert, and Kyle uh, Juszczyk. They're all they're all questionable, so you may actually end up in this game with only Tevin Coleman and Jeff Wilson, which would be pretty good uh, for the Tevin Coleman owners. Expect him to kind of bounce back a little bit this week. Uh, Manuel Sanders is in a really good spot, as well as George Kittle, who is 
questionable. Um, so definitely take a look. I would take a look. Definitely from the San Francisco side, you could see a stack in there. And the fact that Seattle's going to have to really kind of uh, put on a show to get get involved here. So, um, yeah, just uh, kind of take a look at there. Like I said, Sanders has probably got the best matchup. He will be in the slot, um, even though he is listed as the number one wide receiver. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, that is the number one wide receiver because Garoppolo just will not stop throwing to him. So, um so yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for right now. Um, gonna go through this all tonight. We are at an hour, a little over an hour, so um, <clears throat> we are at a good stopping point. Um, if I add anything, I will make sure to let you know. We will have another podcast tomorrow. Uh, probably have it out, you know, midday. Um, I'm gonna try and have have the write-up done tonight if I can so everybody can uh, get reading and get going with their week 10 their week 10 uh, lineups I think we'll have a good week I think we're going to have our bounce back um, I know a couple people have been kind of on real bad streaks like just miss, missing pay lines and stuff so um, I'm pretty confident I'm pretty confident this week it's just you know, staying out of some of the stuff uh, that could be potential landmines. Um, so if I don't think it's worth the risk, I'm just going to I'm just going to keep it simple. I'm just going to cut them out. So uh, no worries there. Although, like I said, if I if I end up putting like Trubisky or something or uh, uh, Sam Darnold in there, um, it is specifically so I can put make my own lineups with them probably not so that you you have to use them so uh we've been pretty good with our cash game quarterbacks uh that's where most of our bread and butter has been really really good um so a probably you probably see me stick a little bit more to the cash game quarterback um and then running uh gpp lineups off of those off of those quarterbacks. So if I put in, like, say, Jameis Winston, well, I'm probably going to be stacking that game. So um, that's just kind of a heads up. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Um, I'm going to run to the store, go get some medicine, get some food, get some good eats, man. And uh, I got to get a pie. I got to smack myself in the face with it. So uh, I got a full night of stuff to get going. Um but, uh, yeah, so everybody have a good night. Be safe if you're going out. Uh, let's go get that money this week, man. All right, bye.